Welcome to the Be The Love podcast, brought to you by Vocal Coalition. We're so happy to have you. Welcome to the Be the Love podcast. I'm your host, Sonia Bartia, and that is the last time I will be saying that phrase. It is time for me to move on to the next stage of my life and do a little less talking and a little more listening to those who are younger than me. Not to fret, as I am far from the only youth with a voice who wants to be the love, you can still expect a new episode of this podcast once a month from your new host, the compellingly incredible Katie Spore of Mental Strength and Success, the astoundingly wonderful Audra Snyder of Learning Styles, the supremely fantastic Sophia Haynes of Arts Education, and the bewilderingly amazing Billy Spore of Why We Create. Can you tell I had a little fun with that introduction? Before I literally pass on the mic, I wanted to create a final, very self-indulgent podcast about my time in the exceptional program that is Vocal Coalition and my tremendous opportunity to participate in this project. Enjoy! Something we've discussed quite a bit on this podcast is how power dynamics impact the level at which our voices are heard. How, despite the fact that every single person has a voice, at least in the figurative sense, a story to share and thoughts to express, because of the ways our systems and culture function to silence, it is a very small minority of people who are truly able to have their voices heard consistently, meaningfully, and across a variety of spaces. The majority of us both have limited power over our greater society and earth, arguably less than we should, and inequality in basic interactions, where every space is one in which you have to work to have your voice heard. And based on those cultural barriers, some have to work harder than others. But if we're ever going to get to the ideal of every person being loved and having their inherent humanity respected, then we need more voices to be amplified, heard, and followed through on. Vocal Coalition is fundamentally a space in which every individual's voice, and thus humanity, is respected equally. It is set up to affirm and validate everyone's unique experiences and backgrounds so that we can connect with ourselves, others, and the world around us, both through our similarities and our differences. And as a result, There is a beautiful horizontality in which every participant, including students, teachers, and artists, is equally encouraged to share their voice, listen to others' voices, and given the opportunity to be heard. The hierarchies established as the norm are abandoned in favor of mutual respect. Older students engage with younger students in the same conversations, 
Although Travis is a figure of authority and a leader, he constantly encourages student leadership, prioritizes our well-being as humans, and values our input. And the local artists, who so kindly spend their time working with us, act as mentors more than anything else, empowering us to become better and more confident people and performers by imparting wisdom and answering our questions without talking down to us. Because the nature of our relationship is innately reciprocal. We are inspired by their music, words, and presence, and they are excited and touched by how we connect with their art, leading to a lovely exchange of joy. It is such a unique and wonderful experience to have everyone regarded with equal value, even if those who have more life experience have more to say and say more. I also think that that's part of the reason why VOCO attracts and becomes a safe space for so many people who fall into the communities and identities that are often silenced. Why so many of the artists that VOCO works with are people of color, women, queer people, people with disabilities, some combination of those things and or a number of identities that automatically get put lower in the standard hierarchy of whose voices get to be heard. And in turn, why so many of the students in VOCO fall into those communities and identities as well. It is deeply meaningful and important for students to engage with artists both from their backgrounds and from different backgrounds, to learn from and connect with artists whom we admire in order to challenge our learned misconceptions about racism, classism, sexism, homophobia, ableism, etc., Although most of my time in VOCO has been untraditional due to the pandemic, I was able to participate in a few in-person events over the summer and observe just how significant VOCO is for students from marginalized backgrounds because of how special it is to engage with performers who look like you or share a similar background. I got to see how impactful it is for Black students to interact with Black artists like Spirit of Grace and The Reminders, or for Latine students to interact with Latine artists like 2MX2, to be told and shown that their experiences and voices matter by people who look like them and who do something they love professionally. And I personally felt that impact when I got to talk to and connect with singer-songwriter Our Daughter about being Asian-American and from immigrant families. Being able to talk to any artist on a very human level is amazing, and that is only intensified when you have an extra level of mutual understanding that often comes from being in the same or a similar minority. That's also buoyed by how much of an affirming space VOCO is between students, how safe and welcoming it is, and how this organization has a culture of compassion for every person involved. As a bunch of insecure tweens and teens, as important as it is for us to develop our own self-worth, Sometimes it's also necessary and helpful to be reminded that you are loved, worthy, and not alone by others. And VOCO is unabashedly and unapologetically a place for that. But as much as VOCO affirms us through our conversation, its real purpose is to be a choir. And personally, I find that this is where the mutual sharing and hearing of voices I mentioned before, the deep-rooted effect, truly occurs. Because music is liberating.
It's difficult to articulate the connection that occurs when a group of people sing together because it is so deep and profound. Whether you are gorgeously performing the Messiah or awfully screaming music with friends in a car, there's a specific shared resonance that you tap into, another plane. And in addition to that, Voco's artists, because they are individuals or bands making art, encourage us to embrace our individuality, as does Travis, who always prompts us to find individual connection to the songs we sing. We participate in that shared resonance and community not in spite of our uniqueness as individuals, but through our uniqueness as individuals. We are able to develop our voices through a practice that is already very harmonious and are then met with acceptance and camaraderie. It moves, heals, and uplifts us as human beings. And it also plays a large role in healing our internalized demonization of people and the art they create. It is much more difficult to hate someone or their community, or even bear to be complicit in others' hate of that person and their community, when you are moved by their art, their voice, on such a human level. And this is reinforced even more by the fact that Voco works with local artists. Before my time in Voco, I did not realize how powerful and amazing engaging with local music is because of the sense of community and hope you get from hearing and appreciating the voices of your city or area alongside other members of your area. And it is certainly something I will prioritize going forward wherever I live, and encourage you to do so as well if you are able and once it is safe. Also, as a side note, to help the world get to a point where engaging with live music in the way we used to is safe, I really encourage everyone to get vaccinated if you have the means to do so. I am fully vaccinated, it was not scary or a bad experience, and it is one of the biggest ways to be the love right now to keep ourselves, our loved ones, and our community safe and make sure we can go back to that magical feeling of singing together. Anyway, before COVID vaccinations, when Voco pivoted from sharing our voices with people in Colorado to sharing our voices with people on the internet through virtual choirs, which are astounding but don't necessarily have the same core impact that live music does, we wanted to support that by sharing our voices through words via a podcast. We were shifting from sharing our voices within this community where we knew we'd be heard to sharing our voices with anyone in a world where young people are almost always placed lower in the hierarchy of who gets to be heard. And I was given the opportunity to lead that project, an opportunity that has meant the absolute world to me and for which I am immensely grateful. Young people, even young children, are so much more perceptive and intelligent than we give them credit for. And I was ecstatic that now Voco wasn't just encouraging young people to develop their voices through music and connection, but to have enough confidence in what they're passionate about to speak on it through the lens of love in an environment that would view mistakes as opportunities for growth. To ask the question, with all the hate demolishing our world, how 
can we be the love? Honestly, the hate in the world feels so overwhelming and insurmountable so much of the time. It's very easy to feel hopeless. But this podcast has been such a force for hope in my life over the past year. I've learned a lot from my peers, community leaders that so kindly volunteered their time to talk to me, and all of the research I've done for this project. But more than anything, I have just been inspired by all of you, listeners, that there are people who do believe that the ideas and voices of youth matter, that there are people who believe in love and who are willing to radically imagine a world where love is the basis for how we function, that for all of the hate in the world, there are people who want to be the love and are fighting to do just that. This podcast often serves as a reminder to me to focus on injecting love into our relationships, culture, and systems as much as my brain falls into focusing on anger at individuals. Moreover, thank you for believing in my voice. It boggles my mind that anyone is interested in listening to me, a random kid in Colorado with no credentials, especially those of you who have no personal relationship with me. Thank you to our listeners all across Colorado, all across the United States, and all across the world. We have had downloads from North America, South America, Europe, Asia, and Australia. And if you're listening, shout out to our fairly consistent listeners in Russia and Germany. Wow! I really am just a very insecure teenage girl with little to no understanding of audio and editing who has spent a lot of time sitting in a room with an amateur setup and researching, writing, recording, and editing, and who often struggles to believe in the value of my own voice. Thank you for challenging that by using your time to listen to me. Thank you so much for working to be the love And thank you so much for being the love to me. I am inexpressibly grateful for my time in VOCO, for all the opportunities I've had and the people I've met, especially director Travis Branham, who is not only a human being brimming with compassion and love, but who inspires me every day by the fact that he saw a disparity and issue within his field, called it out, and took direct and tangible steps to making positive change by creating this organization and continuously fighting for inclusivity and acceptance. I will take my lessons of prioritizing listening, horizontality of respect and belief even amongst people of different ages and backgrounds, and love for the rest of my life. And now I am so pumped to join all of you in being the love by listening to the wonderful new hosts of this podcast and the guests they bring, Katie, Audra, Sophia, and Billy. Make sure you are following Voco across social media at Voco Choirs and that you are subscribed to our podcast so that you are notified when their first episode airs. Ah! 
They are going to be amazing. So please, please, please show them all the, and even more love and belief than you have showed me. Thank you so, so, so much for letting me talk for as long as I have. But now I am so excited to be a listener. Before I go, I want to leave you with a quote by Ralph Allison. Humanity is won by continuing to play in the face of certain defeat. As we all navigate hate and tragedy and disappointment and too many people's voices not being heard in meaningful ways, remember that love and being the love is so, so, so worth it. Thank you. Thank you so much for listening to the Be The Love podcast. Send us your thoughts via the Google form in the description. Subscribe to us on your platform of choice and make sure to leave us a five-star iTunes rating and review. Follow us on social media at V-O-C-O Choir. Our website is vocalcoalition.org. And now, please link arms with us in spirit and join us in singing our anthem, The Revival by Emma Beckler. Until next time, always remember to sing out the love, even through the hate. Together